0: pod welcome to freaky fridays part of the pod moth network the podcast where we talk about all kinds of scary spooky freaky shit I'm Michelle and I'm
1: Melissa, and tonight we're gonna talk about the movie The Strangers. Yeah, The Strangers. It's creepy AF. So, The Strangers was in 2008, and I think it has been since then that I saw it. So, 13 years.
0: Yeah, me too. So
1: yeah, still freaking scary. Yeah, it's one of those
0: ones that. There doesn't have to be a lot of physical, brutal, murder-type stuff happening every Mm -hmm. five seconds of the movie to make it scary. Yeah, not gory. No, a lot of it is the silence in that movie. And their face masks, I have to
1: admit, are pretty (laughs) fucking creepy. Yes. I say we do what we like to do and go through each scene. There will be spoilers the film was written
0: and directed by brian bertino and from what i've read it was loosely based on some
1: true crime stories from his neighborhood or something like that yeah i I read that too somebody showed up at his house and then he found out later that people were knocking on doors and then they were breaking into the house if people weren't answering Mm -hmm. so it opens up movie inspired by true events which is so general. And then the screen says, on the night of February 11th, 2005, Kristen McKay and James Hoyt left a friend's wedding reception and returned to the Hoyt family's summer home. The brutal events that took place there are still not entirely known. Now, if I was watching this movie, I would have thought that was the true event. Like, we're we're talking about Kristen and James. Yes, me too. So right. we open on all these different houses. And the little oh, and boys. In, yeah, the 911 okay. call plays over a uh, scene of two boys riding their bikes. And what he says is, somebody help. There's a lot of blood. It's everywhere or something mm-hmm. along those lines. On IMDb, they're labeled as Mormon boys, and they see the house (laughs) all crazy, cars all smashed up, and the front door is wide open and to bits. And they both walk in to the house, Mm -hmm. and the camera pans on an engagement ring box, a bloody knife, a shotgun, and then, boom, we're sitting at a red light with Scott Speedman and Tyler, who is Kristen McKay and James Hoyt in the film. And
0: it doesn't take a genius to figure out it's a little tense in that car when they're driving right. home. She's crying. He looks like he's going to tear the steering wheel off. And they get back to the house and it's mm-hmm. still kind of tense and it's quiet. The first... 15 to 20 minutes of that movie. It's pretty quiet. I mean, yes, right. they exchange some dialogue, but it's quiet and it's creepy because they're in that summer home. It's kind of in a wooded area.
1: Yeah, when they pull in, you're like, oh, this is in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, um, and it's super late
0: at night or early morning, whatever, whatever right. you want to call it.
1: And the house has been... Kind of made romantic for the two of them and we're kind of like putting the puzzle pieces together figuring mm-hmm. out like what's going on calls mike who i'm guessing is just a friend mm-hmm. uh to come get him and she decides to take a bath so it's it's very kind of slow but it's building up that anticipation in a way that's not normal for a horror movie no because usually horror movies start out
0: either starts out with a bang or within the first five minutes, something happens to kind of
1: set the tone or to scare the shit out of you. And that doesn't happen in this. They have a flashback of the wedding that they're at and he takes her outside and tries to propose. And then Mm -hmm. apparently that didn't go well. And that's why we assume they're having this big argument. She's in the
0: bath and he's at the table scooping ice cream no judgment I have to comment on he's scooping this ice cream like it's just freaking margarine out of the tub I have never seen anyone scoop ice cream so easily in my entire life I don't know about you but when I scoop ice cream I am struggling so hard it's like you have to be Hulk Hogan to be able to get it out of the (laughs) carton uh I'm sorry also I feel like that's the calmest most uncomfortable fight anyone's ever had because they're not even saying anything to each other they're not yelling and screaming
1: they're not mad they're just like separate and Quiet and it's just like, ah, it's funny you say that because I did notice that throughout the movie, especially the beginning portion, they make him appear to be this very generous person. You know, he made the house all romantic. He enlisted people to go do that while they were at the wedding. Uh, he tells her, you know, why don't you take a bath? And then he says, Come here and unzips her dress for her. So it's yeah. very like, let me show you how much of a boss this guy is. <laughs> and then she comes out to sit with him. And I noticed the clock chimes four times. So that means it's four o'clock in the morning at this point. Is that what that means? Um, Well, I know clock chiming is one, two, three, yeah. So when it's 12 o'clock, you have to hear it 12 times. I
0: was today years old when (laughs) I learned that. I am not shitting you. I had no idea. We had a
1: grandfather clock. Really? Mm -hmm.
0: God, I had no idea. The things you learn from talking about murders. Hey,
1: look at this. It's educational, Mm -hmm. it's spooky. We think we're hilarious. I mean, (laughs) this this podcast is great. Five stars, five stars, five stars. So he gives her the ring, which I was like, if she said no, put it back in your pocket. Take that shit back. Go to a pawn shop, something. Find a girl that wants it. Again, this guy's like, the nicest guy in the world. Oh, I have to also mention, sorry, take a Dramamine before watching because it is extremely shaky filming. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Blair Witch to the nth degree. I, I found it very shaky. I didn't notice that too much. I'll have to watch it oh, again. That's good. And so even though he said, here, take the ring, she says no, but then they're about to have sex. We'll, we'll right. just cut to this chase. Right. And then somebody knocks on the door, not just a knock, a fucking bang mm-hmm. on the door. I just want to reiterate people. It is 4 a.m. and you're in a mm-hmm. woodsy
0: area. Mm-hmm. Don't go fucking open answer the door. Like, no. why are you Ill- opening the door? Mm-hmm. No good comes of a knock at 4 a.m. in the middle no. of the
1: woods. I'm and sorry. did you notice that door didn't have an eye hole? What are they called? People. The peephole? Yeah. I didn't <laughs> notice that. He opens the door and the porch light is out,
0: which makes it creepier. So there's this chick at the door. Her face is just, it's kind of dark and black. You don't really Mm -hmm. see anything. All you really see is like kind of like some of her hair kind of trickling down. Yeah. Sort
1: of like a side, a side view of her. You don't see her face and it's creepy. Her voice is so like perfect for that role. I don't even know if it's her voice, but Mm -hmm. the way she says, is Tamara there? And she just stands there. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, no, nobody here by that name. Then she says, see you later. Mm -hmm. Which when I think about like, I know what's going to happen later because we've seen this movie before. Mm -hmm. I was like, you should have known. (laughs) (laughs) See you later is
0: not a goodbye. No, in that instance. No. And then they come in and and Mm -hmm. she's kind of like, that was, you know, kind of like, yeah. that's weird. Like it's four in the morning. Like, and right. he's like, Oh, maybe she, you know, what knocked on the wrong door. I'm like, who knocks on the wrong door at 4am?
1: No. Again, Mr. Nice guy.
0: And then she Fuck says, <laughs> right. And then you she lost says, your problem. Then she says, I'm out of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. I would have been like, well, you're fucking out of luck, bitch. Cause it's 4am <laughs> and some psycho just knocked on the door. No, Mr. Yeah. Nice Guy says, mm-hmm. I'll go get you some. Yeah. I'm sorry, but if I was her, even if I was the one asking for cigarettes, I'd be like, no, God, no, don't
1: leave me. You're <laughs> not leaving me now or I'm going to go with you or something. Like, one, why are you doing something for me when I just basically told you I never want to marry you? And two, don't leave after some random chick just came here at 4 a.m.
0: I never would have opened the door in the
1: first place.
0: I would have right. had 911 on the phone before I right. ever would have done We don't even like open
1: that. our doors to our neighbor. I don't, I don't know he i barely opened the door for my, my niece
0: know. yesterday It's was like who's knocking on my door <laughs> get out of here nobody comes we don't to want the any. door anymore
1: exactly have you not seen sebastian Maniscalco? no guests nobody answers their phone text nobody answers the door so yeah he says he's going to go get her cigarettes he wants to go for a drive but first let me finish this champagne bottle mm-hmm. and then throw it on the fucking lawn <laughs> <laughs> nick's like who does that so for our listeners, do you have a freaky story you want
0: to share? If so, go to our website at freakyfridayspodcast.com, where you can email us or find us on Instagram at freakyfridayspod. Well, even Brian asked, and Brian used to be a smoker a long time ago. He's like, who goes for cigarettes at four in the morning? Like, yeah. oh, I'm like, who throws champagne? No, that, but line. I meant just him leaving in general to do that. Even Brian was yeah, like, go to, to bed." That? And I was thinking to myself, I was thinking, well, if that was us fighting, I sure as hell wouldn't ask you for shit. I would be in bed already watching some crime thing to help me fall (laughs) asleep while you slept on the couch. But I'm not asking you to go get cigarettes. Right. Like it's just. They fight very awkwardly. It made me uncomfortable. Like, where's the, there's no punches being thrown. There's no words. Not real <laughs> fighting. Yeah. <laughs> so Not he real leaves. life.
1: So he leaves. <laughs> on some creepy music. She takes out the engagement ring and puts it on and then can't take it off. So she's having a beer. And then another loud as fuck knock. Bang. I shouldn't say a knock. It was a bang.
0: And we've talked about this before. Those quiet one bang knock things Mm -hmm. and there's no one saying like hey help let me in and it's just quiet like it's fucking
1: scary to me Mm -hmm. it's so creepy to me I don't like it it's really kind of common sense like you said if it was a bang and somebody let me in I need help or something like that's something that you're like should I open the door but one loud bang is creepy especially at four in the morning and you're by yourself right? right so Again, we hear, is Tamara home? Kristen says no. And the chick outside says, are you sure? Mm-hmm. And then she, Kristen, locks the door. I'm like, why wasn't that door unlocked? Yes. <laughs> why? How mean, <Damn> you people.
0: <laughs> and let's go down the list again, people. It's 4 AM. 4 AM. You're by yourself,
1: all alone. Dude
0: actually left the facility
1: <laughs> super alone.
0: You're in the woodsy area. One tree is woodsy at this point. <laughs> You are begging for someone to come in and murder you.
1: You're yeah, basically you know you like this. Come you deserve deserve this. on in. Damn it. <laughs> Wide open, waiting for you to get me. <laughs> right. So she peeks out the window and then the fireplace starts smoking and the smoke alarm goes off because the flu is not open. And then another loud bang and knocking on the door and then pounding. And she's crouched down, she's hiding and she goes to plug in her phone that's dead. She looks over at a curtain and it looks like somebody's standing behind that curtain. She takes the house phone, calls James Mm -hmm. and tells him to come home and the line is cut. And then she has a cigarette. And I was like, wait a minute, I thought she was out. That's when she's standing in the kitchen, you see over her shoulder and you see a figure in the fucking dark doorway, and he has this white hooded mask on. Right, and we need to talk about this mask. hood on. Yes,
0: he looks like he's wearing a mixture of like some sort of a canvas cheese burlap, cloth, sa- yeah. burlap sack that they just kind of cut holes in and kind of cut it uneven at the neck again very simple it's like a it's scarecrow fucking scary looking very scary I it's, thought it was weird too that he's wearing a suit yes it's like it almost makes me feel like there's an old man inside there or w- was he at the wedding I don't think he knew them in any sense I true yeah. I, I guess by the name of
1: the movie I <laughs> know they didn't know him so after we see that, she hears a door close. And so she grabs a knife from the kitchen and walks towards the noise. Then all of a sudden, loud ass banging at the front door again. So her cell phone that was on the floor charging is now gone. And she's walking around and she opens the curtain. And <laughs> who's there? Tell us what they've won. <laughs> <laughs> the man with a fucking sack on his head. Uh,
0: yeah. It's one of those moments that sort of sticks with you when you go to bed at night. Mm-hmm. Because it's- That's
1: like one of my biggest fears. Apparently my list of fears is extremely long. <laughs> but on that list is opening curtains or and lines and some face yes. being there. And yes. even when sometimes I've seen my own reflection of my face, that's- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So noises start coming from everywhere. She's being and taunted. She, yeah, and she runs into the record player. So that's skipping. And that's when I was like having a massive anxiety, like mm-hmm. the banging and the noise and the record skipping. It was like, oh my God. Uh, James mm-hmm. comes in. She's mm-hmm. in the back bedroom, freaking out rightfully. He comes in and tries to calm her down. Doesn't really believe that there's somebody there. And he walks around opening doors and curtains. And there's some cheap jump scares there, like when he opens the shower curtain. It kind of pissed me off when he
0: doesn't really believe her at first. Because it's
1: like, first of all, look how distraught she is. Right.
0: You and left her, <laughs> you left her. You also left her knowing that some stranger knocked on the door at four in the morning. What is there to not believe? Like, why would she be doing this? Yeah. Like she is terrorized at this point. Like, why would right. she be making this up? And her hands bleeding from, mm-hmm. I think, the, holding that, that knife, I think, right? from how That she or it?
1: something broke, but I mean, she's hurt and scared and believe her, Jesus. Yeah. So, They flash on her phone in the fireplace melting. So I guess we don't have to worry about where that is now. (laughs) And then they go kind of like a basement, first floor type. It's a little below first floor. And they look out and they see a chick standing there with a mask on. And so they're talking and they look back and the girl's gone. Yeah. So he's going to go talk to her and needs to get something out of the car.
0: See, I thought he said his phone because it's, I thought he said, where's your phone? And she said, it's uh, gone. Okay.
1: And so he said, I think Maybe I left mine in it. the car. And I think the car
0: was still running. I feel like it was running at that point too.
1: Yeah. So he goes out to the car. The car is all busted up. He sits in the car and he's doing something in the car and you see somebody reach in. This made me jump. And touch his, the back of his head. Uh-huh. And you knew
0: it was coming, but you just didn't realize. I didn't think that's what was coming though. Mm-mm. mm Because it's It's like fucking with him. It was a very simple scare, Mm -hmm. right? Because they could have made it this massive, like, you know, someone gets in the car, you see the mask and it just, boop, this little hand comes. You're (laughs) like, what? Where did that come from?
1: Yeah. And so he believes now. (laughs) He's a believer. (laughs) He sees like another chick, like running around and standing there. He walks around a bit and then back into the house, she grabs him, which is another little scare. And- (laughs) I thought this was funny. He wraps her cut hand with his tie Mm -hmm. and I'm like, you're in a house. You guys don't have a first aid kit in
0: there or like? Yeah, you're not out in the middle of the freaking desert, lost <laughs> on an island where you don't have supplies.
1: Yeah, why are you going to use a towel? Grab for a dish that. towel or something. While he's doing that, they notice his phone battery is now missing. His phone's there, but the battery's missing. First smart idea. Let's get in the car and get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. And the guy in the mask mm-hmm. is like standing in front of them. So they try to start backing up and then a truck comes and flips the light on. You know what? totally blinding them rams the shit out of them mm-hmm. and now the driver of that truck has a mask on
0: because now we've seen all their masks right at right. This point so at all. this point
1: we know that there's three people the dude and then the two females with creepy ass doll looking masks
0: yeah those are I mean his is on a level all in itself but theirs mm-hmm. are very creepy because
1: it's again it's like that doll like yeah it was it's, interesting to put those two together
0: yeah and especially like the one chick has like that little dress on and Mm -hmm. her hair's kind of flipped up the masks are very very creepy and i think all of that just their
1: mannerisms and their masks is what makes this movie creepy Mm -hmm. so they get out of the car run back into the house and he says that he's looking for his father's gun they run into the bedroom with the gun shotgun but he doesn't know how to use yeah, he, he says, uh, let me tell you a little something interesting while we're being potentially murdered. I don't know how to use a gun. Uh, they go into the bedroom and hello is written on all over the windows, which is very creepy. Yeah. And it's and written then, in red. Like, is that red Yeah, lipstick? like, Is that someone's blood? Yeah, what? And then see something was being thrown at the windows but not breaking it so he finds the shotgun shells that are in the closet and he says they're gonna make a run for it (laughs) and as soon as he grabs onto the door an axe comes through Mm -hmm. (laughs) very shining style Mm -hmm. so they said let's push a piano against the door yeah that'll stop them Yeah, and while this, I think it's the guy that's axing his way into the house, Uh (laughs) he takes out the shotgun and shoots a huge fucking hole in the door. I'm like, well, now they can just climb through. Yeah, but they do one smart thing, I thought, is to go into that kind of hall closet and just sit there. And wait.
0: I also feel like you're kind of a sitting duck though too. True. It's like it could go either way, right? Either you if those people have no weapons, which you don't know what they have, because so far all they've been doing is banging on doors and right, you know, well <laughs> they should have a red lipstick and, and an axe. <laughs> and an axe. But like you said. If you're prepared and you're sitting there ready and waiting and if you have the shotgun i feel like
1: you have the upper hand right so i think that's probably what the audience is feeling at this point like i'd be holding my breath that whole time sitting in there like i mm-hmm. don't want them
0: to hear me breathe
1: and the record player starts and it's very loud so the music is blaring throughout the house so we see mike who was the buddy that he called he shows up in his car and somebody throws a rock through the window so he's like what the fuck but he gets out of his car and he goes into the house because he sees that you know it looks kind of fucked up doors blown out so he walks in and you see the hood guy with an axe creeping up behind him Mm -hmm. and you think he gonna die by the axe yeah he's getting split in two but you do know that Kristen and James are holed up in the closet, wound up as tight as a spring. And again, that music's loud and you can't hear anything. Can't hear. Even he called out a couple of times. Hello or James or Jimmy or whatever they called him. But you're not going to hear someone announce themselves over that music. No. And then he walks in front of the closet door. And in that split second, James pulls the trigger on the shotgun Mm -hmm. and kills his friend right into the face. Yeah, that was pretty nasty. Yeah, so James kind of says, wait a minute. I didn't see a mask and crawls over and sees it's his friend. Whoopsies. That was
0: definitely him firing that shotgun just out of natural instinct because Mm -hmm. someone's coming
1: through. And yeah, you just see a body. expecting his friend. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And again, it's not super gory, but it's just like, oh my God, he just shot his friend in the face. Like that was part of the, my mouth was just jaw on the ground. Yeah. They decide to leave the closet after that. He reloads the gun. He's going to go outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he opens the curtains and now killer is written in glass. Yeah. So <laughs> this poor guy, the nicest guy in the world, all of a sudden flips mm-hmm. to a killer. Yeah. Uh, so he goes outside and she outside. follows him out there. Yeah. So she's just sitting there waiting for him. He heads towards the barn that's on this summer property. So he's like crawling on the ground yeah. and he sees some chicks with a flashlight coming out of the barn. So he's kind of freaking out and he turns around and you see the hooded guy running towards him. And then all you hear is a gunshot. I think that's when she goes out. Yeah, she said, she's decided she's going to make a run for it. Yeah. And she hauls ass and then falls in a ditch and hurts herself. Mm -hmm. So then she's crawling, crawls into the like barn area or whatever it is. Yeah, And the masked chick comes up behind her.
0: Today we bask in the light of mustachioed greatness. Hi, this is Daniel Segura, host of the Mustachioed Podcastio. You like mustaches? You like movies? You like sexy chinganos? Well, the Podcastio is the place for you. We are talking legendary mustaches from Charles Bronson to the Great Bird Reynolds to the OG Ice T. Find the Mustachioed Podcastio anywhere you listen to podcasts. That is M O U S T A C I O D Podcastio
1: my notes end here because then all hell kind of breaks loose.
0: Yeah. My next <laughs> note is that there's wind chimes going off and I'm not happy about that.
1: <laughs> <favorite Fucking> winch. <laughs> the <laughs> next thing that. I remember is that they're tied up and they're sitting there. And I think this is why I didn't take notes. Cause I was like, this, this part was so disturbing. The, two masked girls and the hooded guy are standing over Kristen and James, who are tied to chairs mm-hmm. and she's back in her gown, her
0: gown from the wedding. Yeah. I noticed right. that too. I'm assuming that dress was either she was a bridesmaid or it was something because it looked a little kind of like a bridesmaidy dress a little bit. Mm-hmm. To me. When I was watching at this time and I noticed that I'm like, okay, was that an error on their end? Or was there, right. was there some sort of significance to them possibly making her put, that back on before they tied her up right like they don't elaborate on any of it and that bothers me because I want to
1: know what was it yeah so, so they're they're tied up and they're tied up they're tortured pleading and they're crying and obviously saying why would you do this to us please let us go they're just like hovering over them and you're just yeah. waiting for something to happen yeah
0: when they first pan on them and show them tied up the one girl kind of not giggles, but she kind of a sing-songy voice says, oh, you're going to die. Mm. And they're just staring. Mm-hmm. And then that's when Kristen says, why are you doing this to us? And this is by far the scariest line and mm-hmm. thing out of the entire movie. She just says, because you're home.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like we were fucking bored people.
1: Right. And we're just, bored psychos. And, and you happened to open the door. And you fucking open the door.
0: That line in that movie has stuck with me ever yes. since the first time I saw that movie. And I think about it often when we talk about scary movies and stuff and just creepy things that people do. It's right up there for me with the original Halloween, Michael Myers,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he's in the kitchen and he stabs that guy. He's kind of got him anchored up on the cabinet with the yeah. knife through him and then he's just standing there and he slightly tilts his head. Uh Like he's like admiring his own work. That's by far the scariest thing to me in any movie I've ever seen. This is the scariest line because right. it's something that could really happen in life. Like mm-hmm. people do things because they're bored and because someone just happened to be at the wrong place
1: at the wrong time. Right. Most of the time, that's what it is. Speaking of Halloween, Halloween was one of the first movies I noticed that during the killing sequences, is, well, especially in the first one, I'm not sure if all of them are like this, but there's no music playing. Mm-mm. So when somebody's getting killed, usually you get like the, bree, bree, you know, something crazy, the but the high intense notebook. Yeah. There's no music playing. And especially, I, I always think of the chick in the car when he kills her in the car. Mm. So, this movie reminded me of that because the music doesn't play a part in it Mm-mm. the way that typical scary movies do. Oh. Well,
0: yeah, because usually with the music, it sort of gives you that buildup to what's coming, mm-hmm. right? It's like it's building up that scare factor. And when there isn't
1: one, you're just like, well, fuck, what's going to happen? Like, yeah, the anticipation. And then mm-hmm, it catches you off guard. So, after that fun little exchange of words, they just go ahead and take knives and start stabbing James and Kristen and James first. So, she, so has she has to, to watch. watch. And, yeah. uh, like we were just talking about, there's no music playing. Like, it's just this disturbing mm-hmm. craziness that's going on. So, after they stab him, Then they go ahead and stab Kristen. And then you kind of cut and it circles back to the boys. They show the boys
0: on their bikes riding along. You see the pickup with the dude and the two chicks. You never see their faces though. Their masks are off, but I like that they did that too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they go driving by and they pass the boys and then they break. And then the one blonde chick jumps out and goes over to the boys. And they have these religious pamphlets in their hands. Right. Um, and she says, "Can I have one?" And the little boy looks up at her and says, "Are you a sinner?" And she goes, "Sometimes, sometimes." And he hands her one. <laughs> she pops back in the
1: truck. They
0: take they off. And take the boys, off. The boys keep riding, not knowing that those are the people that just yeah.
1: did. They dressed and come upon the killers, and they had no idea mm-hmm. what they're about to to find, and yeah. that it was them that did it. So they walk in. There's blood everywhere, and the boys are looking at. Carnage and the craziness that's in the house. And Kristen, uh, she was dragged over to the friend Mike that got shotgun to the face. I mean, they really went to town on their bodies. Like you right. don't
0: see it as they're doing it. You only see the first couple maybe
1: two, yeah.
0: Stabs, maybe. Mm-hmm. But then when you see their bodies lying there covered in, it, you're like, holy
1: fuck, yeah. Like, it that's that's looks a like
0: shit, ton of blood
1: doused in it.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: So one boy walks over to Kristen and bends down and the last scene of the movie Mm -hmm. is her jumping up screaming and grabbing his arm and she like takes this like (gasps) oh
0: breath yeah and you're like she's still alive and she just scared the (laughs) shit out of me
1: and that poor kid's gonna have nightmares but yeah that that I thought um, was great too because I thought no way I mean she's not alive I didn't know what to expect and that really caught me no. off guard it's a very it couldn't have been a
0: very big budgeted movie Mm-mm. there's not a lot of people in it there's not a lot of action there's not
1: a lot of drama there's yeah. not a lot of anything other. yeah you than kind of feel like it's a little slow it does feel slow and then all slow. of a sudden it, it smacks you in the face
0: Yeah. And it does it in little spurts here and there. Like, it's not like, oh, once it, once it starts, it just keeps on rolling because it starts slowly and it gradually builds up scarier and scarier. You know, look how long it takes before we even see those two other girls in the movie. Right. At first, all we see is him and his funky mask. We don't see them right away. You know, I mean, yeah, she knocks on the door, but we don't know. But you don't see them. Yeah. You don't think that you you just think that's weird. Kind of like what she says. That's weird. So it I just know. feels very like Devil's reject to me, or very mm-hmm. like House of a Thousand Corpses, like yeah, because they they're won. just yeah, we, and they're
1: the just, good guys did not win, the no, bad guys won.
0: And you don't really, I mean, yeah, in the other movies you see people's faces, you don't really, you don't see their face, you don't know anything about them. Mm-hmm. You, you know, a lot of movies you get these backstories of like, oh well, you know, he yeah, was tortured like as a child, he, yeah, yeah, like grew up being a like psycho killer, and like you don't get that from here, and that's what makes it scary, is because it's so simple. But yet we don't know anything about these strangers. Are they from the town? Are they just rolling through town doing this to people? Like were they live like did they get high one night and were just bored? Yeah. Were they like what is it? Did you ever see the second movie? I didn't.
1: I never I didn't watched either. It. I didn't want to ruin it. I didn't I either. I felt like the second would
0: not be as good. And I think that's why I didn't, because A, I didn't want to ruin the first one. And B, I think I heard that it, the second one wasn't as good as the first one. And I didn't want it to diminish the first,
1: like Scariness. how I felt about the first one. Yeah. yeah. Or I was so scared by the first one. I didn't want to see this. That's open. probably that it too. Because it said... That this was based on the director's experience. When I started Googling, mm-hmm. I also found one thing that said that it was related to the Ketty murders mm-hmm. or Cabin 28, which is another movie that I heard is really bad and it looks really bad from the previews. But the Cabin 28 movie says based on the true life murders which inspired the strangers. So there's kind of like a cross-reference there. Mm-hmm well um hey i hope everybody stuck through this episode yes thanks but for joining us we'll be back with more spooky scary freaky shit until then sleep tight don't forget to leave the lights on go to freakyfridayspodcast.com and subscribe rate and review us on your favorite podcast listening platform join us next week for a new freaky tale